one slate. One slate. I missed the cash by one. One point tonight in tournaments. One point. Matt Collins absolutely breaking the slate. It's a foul trouble to bail out the faders. On pace for 50-plus, you better believe he barely plays the second half at very, very low ownership. Aw, oh, Jazz. They have, like, four NBA players on the roster. You think, all right, best possible matchup against the San Antonio Spurs? Yeah, you got to load up on them. Oh, nice. Let's see. At halftime, um, Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, THT, Lori Markkinen. Oh, yeah. They combined for 20 fantasy points. Combined. Against the Spurs. You can't get a better matchup than that. And you mean to tell me that the four best players on the Jazz have 20 combined fantasy points at half? Think about that, right? I want you to really, really deep, deep dive into that. Think about it for a second. Two fancy points for Jordan Clarkson. Eight for Kessler. That's a foul trouble for THT. Lori Markkinen, he's an all-star. Six fantasy points. Lori Markkinen, send Lori Markkinen to the G League. He's an all-star. Not an all-star. Not in my book. THT, a hammer is over. Six assists. Again, massive foul trouble. Chris Dunn, triple-double. They're playing. I'm looking at the rotation. Like, what are we doing? Walker Kessler, 10 first half minutes. No foul trouble. The Jazz do not have anything to play for. Why? Are we playing Fettuccine Alfredo and Rudy Gay like 30 minutes? I actually need an answer from you guys about why they're playing Fettuccine Alfredo and Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is like 50 years old. Why is he still on this team, number one? Why is he playing minutes? One point. And you know what? I almost pivoted to Joel Embiid, and I talked about that in the Patreon stream, how I really liked him as a low-owned spend-up. Um, and I should, you know, if I'd done it, I would have won the big money. But I was going to do it if Kellen Johnson got ruled out, but he ended up getting ruled in. I was going to move a couple things around and go, like, move off Lori and Keldon. I think I would have won Embiid and Axie or something. I think that was my pivot. I, don't, I, had, I had the pivot, like, ready. Um, I could have moved THT to the small fourth, but I think that's what I was going to do. It was going to be Lori and Keldon, if Keldon didn't play, and go to Embiid and Maxi, But I just... Looking so good, too. All these other games blow out. I only have Kevin Love. Full stack in the late game. And 20 combined fantasy points for Clarkson, Pestler, Markkinen, and THT against the San Antonio Spurs at half. Someone make it make sense. Someone. 
An average game from Clarkson, an average game from Lori, I'm a millionaire. I have a million dollars in my bank account after tonight if they have an average game. But no. Best possible spot, massive busts for both. Oh, yeah, we got to play Rudy Gay. Fettuccine Alfredo. We got to get 1.2. One point. I miss in tournaments. One. Just burn money on prize picks. Get hooked by everything. Took THT over assist. Took Sohan over two and a half assists. He had two assists in the first minute. Somehow it doesn't get another assist the rest of the game. Took Harden over, over nine assists. Finishes with eight assists. We're, we're all a little bit crazy for doing this every night. You know that, right? Like, you have to be a certain type of crazy to play NBA DFS every single night. I mean, I know I am. I think I make it very clear in this channel that I'm a little bit crazy. I'm a little bit crazy. But you guys are too. You guys are too for putting up with this every night. Wow. Again, every night, I'm like, what next? What next? The whole Jazz starting five combined for 20 fancy points at half. The night before, Josh Giddy without SGA, 15 less minutes. Goes for like 10 fancy points. I just, wow. How does this stuff, like, I just, every single, something, something weird is going to happen tomorrow, right? Something just out of this world where I'm going to be like, how is, what is life? I'm just questioning life. Like I, like I do most nights playing NBA DFS. That's all I got. That's all the energy I got. I am beat down. I took a beating day in DFS, missed by one point in, in NBA. Uh, took the Allen Cod for the first time in a while. Uh, took the Allen Prize picks. It's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling when you just light a bunch of money on fire. I'll tell you that much, but... We'll move on. Maybe we can get like a normal slate tomorrow. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, all right, before we get into it, though, really quick, and the sponsor is Prize Picks. If you guys are not on there, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. And videos daily talking about some plays that I do like. So, again, I'll have that link down below. Take advantage of that. And premium content is also linked down below. All right, so let's get into it. Toronto and Cleveland's the first game here. Tough match bear on the Toronto side. We've got to keep an eye on Fred Van Fleet news. He uh, did not play today with a personal uh, issue, so we'll see. If Fred Van Fleet does not play, then you're going to get uh, Scotty Barnes at the point, and you're going to get Barnes, Trent, OG, Siakam, and Pirtle in the starting lineup. <clears throat> Siakam, uh, ceiling goes up a bit, but I yeah, don't love the matchup on him. I think, once again, my favorite play probably would be Yaka Pirtle. Only put 27 minutes last game, but... I think on average, you probably get around 30 minutes from him. So I think Pirtle looks good. Scotty Barnes, it's just like this guy, man. This guy. Whenever there's people out, and he just he will go off randomly when everyone's fully healthy. And you think, all right, a couple guys out, Scotty Barnes playing the point? No way. Plays 10 times worse. It just it doesn't make sense. That's another thing. Like I really need someone to just write a paper on Scotty Barnes and explain him DFS to me. Like, I, I don't get it. I honestly don't. Whenever you remove people from this lineup, he gets worse. 
I don't understand. Gary Trent Jr., my arch nemesis from last year. Haven't really played much this year, but has a ceiling if he can make his shots. Reasonable play. OG Anunoby, 5.7. Played 39 minutes, went for 16 fancy points. Don't think he'll go uh, play that bad again. Achua, Boucher, these guys will see minutes off the bench. I think I slightly prefer Boucher to Achua because he's got the power forward eligibility and is a bit cheaper. Don't think I get to anyone else. Um, I think you saw what was it? Jeff was Jeff Doughton. Yeah, Jeff Doughton was in the rotation, but I'm uh, you can't pay me to play him. Moving on to Cleveland. I mean, nothing really standing out on the Cleveland side. Mitchell 9-4 obviously has a ceiling. I think Garland's a bit easier to get to that 7-9. We should get mid-30s minutes from him. Mobley, Allen, they're both secondary options for me. Lavert, like randomly only played nine minutes last game. Don't really know why that happened. Um, but I expect him to go back to like low 20s minutes, which I think makes him a solid tournament play. Rubio, if you need a pump play, probably plays 15 to 20 minutes, a fair play. Uh, but let's move on to Sacramento and Oklahoma City. So what a game that was the other night, too. Sabonis so got massive foul trouble, only played 31 minutes. Uh, Fox and uh, my boy Malik Monk both went for like 90 fantasy points each. Um, but yeah, 9.9 for Sabonis, 9.1 for Fox. I wouldn't say either priorities, but both have a ceiling. Malik Monk, we obviously saw the ceiling that he has last game. Uh, and again, usually, like, if he's playing well, they'll extend him. And it usually comes at the expense of one of the wings, like Herder, Barnes, Murray. So those guys are all playable, but a bit risky. Don't know if I get to anyone else. Terrence Davis only played 14 minutes last game. So, come on, Oklahoma City. Who's ready for more pain? Like this, this is just what I'm talking about, right? No Shea, 24 minutes. With Shea, 38 minutes. 33 minutes. Averaging like low to mid-30s minutes with Shea. Without Shea, 24 minutes. If Giddy just plays normal minutes, I think he's one of the best plays in the slate at this price point. We'll see. I hate the Thunder coach. You guys know that. Jalen Williams, the guard, and Lou Dort look a lot better with Shea Gildas Alexander out. I think Lou Dort will be one of the most popular plays in the slate, but for good reason. The guard, Jalen Williams, has been playing pretty well. Reasonable price point. Isaiah Joe went absolutely off, played 36 minutes. I would be a little bit careful. I don't know if we can expect that type of performance again from him, but if he does start and he's sub 4K, then yeah, fire up some Isaiah Joe. I will just warn you, though, right? Probably about a 50% chance he gets benched at half. That's just the way the Thunder do things, all right? Kenneth Williams is 3.8. No idea how many minutes he's going to play, but he's not a bad point for minute guy. The big Jalen Williams, been playing mid-20s minutes. If he continues to start, I like him for value. Dario Sarch is a good point for minute guy, but hasn't really been playing a ton. Don't know if I get to anyone else. Minnesota, Golden State. I think Anthony Edwards right now stands out as one of the best bet-ups in the slate. Like the matchup for him. Should play a ton. I think he looks good. Gobert against a small ball Warriors team. Just like a... Solid option, won't come a priority, but should play mid, low to mid-30s minutes. Mike Conley, slow-mo. I think these guys are relatively safe plays. I expect low 30s minutes from Conley, probably around uh, 30 minutes from slow-mo who can stuff the stat sheet. McDaniels should play around 30 minutes and is always kind of a last guy in piece for me. My boy Nas Reed, good point per minute guy. If Gobert gets in foul trouble, he finds his way to more minutes, he can smash. Like last game, he went for 33 fancy points in 18 minutes. You got Noel, you got Torian Prince, both questionable. Not huge news. If they both play, they're viable options at close to the flat min price. Moving on to Golden State. So no Steph Curry, no Wiggins. Draymond Green's questionable. So with Poole and Clay, if this game says competitive, one of these guys is going to have a good game. Um, they're kind of going back and forth with the big games. Both have shown the floor, too. 
I mean, I think most of the time, Poole probably has a little bit of a higher floor just because he's playing the point guard, but I like the ceiling on both. Um, but yeah, a little bit tough to, to figure out who it's going to be on a night-to-night basis. If Draymond's out, that opens up a lot more. DiVincenzo should play a good amount more. Looney and Kamingo should start in the front court. They would both be good plays. But if Draymond's in, kind of downgrade everyone else. So that's pretty important news. Hi, Jerome continues to play, you know, close to 20 minutes off the bench. I think he's a reasonable value. Anthony Lamb would be a viable punt play in Jamal Green as well if Draymond is out. Houston and Portland. So Shingoon, is he just going to get benched again? I don't know. Um, I mean, there's no KPJ. There's no Jalen Green. It's a good matchup. If the game says competitive, I like the ceiling, but I am a little bit skeptical right now of the minutes for Shingoon, so that does worry me a bit. Um, Jabari Smith, K. Jamar, and Tari Eason. I expect 30-plus minutes from all these guys. You saw 34 minutes from Jabari Smith. You saw 36 minutes for K.J. Martin. Jay Sean Tate started, played 28 minutes. I think all three look pretty good. Ty Ty Washington started, had a pretty good game. If he starts again, I like him for value. He played 34 minutes. Christopher, people fell asleep at the wheel, kept him, and got rewarded with, you know, 15 fancy points in 18 minutes. It was just wild. It's just, I mean, DFS is just, shit is a tilting game. Atari Easton's 4-1. I expect around 20 minutes from him. My boy, good point per minute guy, but probably won't play a ton alongside uh, Jabari Smith. Let's move on to Portland. Portland, you got Dame back. You got uh, Jeremy Grant back. I mean, phenomenal matchup here for Dame. I have no issue spending that price point for him. Jeremy Grant should be the number two offensively. Great spot. He looks good. I still have some interest in some of the value plays. So I think they'll continue to start Reddish and Thibault. And I think Reddish would be my favorite value option just because he's a guy that can put the ball in the bucket and when he's shooting well, he has a ceiling. So I think Reddish would probably be my favorite of these value plays. But, you know, Thibault, Sharp, Little, I think all viable. Uh, Eubanks and Watford, they're going to split the center position. They're both reasonable values as well. Finally, the Clippers and the Nuggets. So, I mean, obviously last game, you can't expect that to happen again. There's just massive minutes. Paul George on a minutes limit plays 41 minutes. It's just, that's what I'm talking about, right? He's on a limit, 41 minutes. I mean, it's just, what? What is this, man? What is this? I don't think either Paul George or Kawhi stand out. I think Westbrook is not a bad option. Um, One for 17, 14, and 5. I mean, if he plays 30 plus minutes again, I have a little bit of interest in him. For tournaments, Norman Powell... Bill saw like around 30 minutes in regulation, a fair tournament play. Zubaj is out, so I think Plumlee's going to play more against a big front court in Denver. I don't really think they can go small. Like last game, they went small with Batum at the five. Can they do that against Jokic? I don't know. So if Plumlee stays out of foul trouble, I think he plays like 30 plus minutes. If that's the case, I really like Plumlee. Terrence Mann's 4-6. Only put 18 minutes, but Ty Luke came out and said that he should have played Terrence Mann more. Gordon's 4-3. Marcus Morris is 3-6. Eh. Batum had a big game off the bench last game, but I don't know if we see that type of run again from Batum with Jokic being the starting five. Finally, Denver, who got destroyed tonight. Um, I think they're going to bounce back. Uh, I think Jokic at the top looks good. I think Jamal Murray at 8-2 is a reasonable play. If Gordon continues to be out, you'll see Vladko pick up a start at 3-6. Porter, eh, feels a little pricey. KCP, Ben shooting the ball well. Always like a decent last guy in for me. That's really, I don't know if I get to the value. I mean, Reggie will play the backup point. Thomas Bryant will play the backup center. I guess Thomas Bryant's a flat mid price. You can consider him, but I don't know if he'll be necessary in the slate. So another slate that ends in pain as it usually does. I just. We're all a little crazy here. All right. Thanks again, guys. Enjoy your night, and we'll see you in the next video.